Amazing Wildlife, the educational series dedicated to the wonders of the animal kingdom. On this episode, explore the exotic animals exclusive to the islands of New Zealand. The unique national icon, a nocturnal flightless bird, the kiwi. The only cold-weathered parrot on the planet, the highly intelligent kia. And New Zealand's living fossil, the only surviving reptile of its kind, the tuatara. Featuring the world's most fantastic animals, amazing wildlife. In the South Pacific Ocean lies the beautiful island nation of New Zealand. Comprised of two main islands and hundreds of smaller surrounding islands, it was said this land was pulled from the sea by the Polynesian demigod, Maui. The earliest human inhabitants of these islands were the Maori. Many animals found on this island nation bear the traditional name given by these indigenous people. One such animal, a small, flightless nocturnal bird, has even become the national symbol of New Zealand, the kiwi. Despite being a member of the bird family that includes large birds such as ostrich, emu, and cassowary, the kiwi is about the size of a chicken with one-inch wings that are hidden behind shaggy, almost hair-like feathers. Unlike most birds, kiwi do not have a tail, but they possess strong muscular legs that allow them to run faster than a human. A distinguishing feature of kiwi is their extremely long beak. Protruding from their face around the base of their beak are cat-like whiskers, and at the very tip of their beak, their nostrils. In fact, kiwi are the only birds with their nostrils located at the end of their beak. This special trait, along with their heightened sense of smell and special sensory pits at the tip of their beak, allow them to detect vibrations from prey moving underground. Their long beak allows them to probe the soil and feast on a variety of foods, such as worms, grubs, crickets, and spiders. There have even been kiwi observed feeding in small streams on crayfish and eels. Kiwi are strange birds to say the least. They live in burrows and sleep standing up. They have unusually large ears, and despite being nocturnal, they have small eyes. In fact, a kiwi may have the poorest eyesight of any bird. They have a small cat-like claw on the tip of their tiny wings and four toes rather than the two or three that most other flightless birds have. A kiwi's bones are not hollow like many birds, but are filled with marrow and make up a third of their body weight. The kiwi also has the lowest body temperature of any bird, often as low as 98 degrees Fahrenheit. With so many characteristics that are less like a bird and more like a mammal, they have often been referred to as New Zealand's honorary mammal. There are five species of kiwi found in various regions across New Zealand. Though perhaps once common, the little spotted kiwi is the only species to become extinct on the mainland. Today, the nearly 2,000 remaining birds are found on neighboring island sanctuaries, including Kapiti Island. The brown kiwi is the most common species found today. It is the species that lives closest to human habitation and the main species on display at zoological facilities around the world. The brown kiwi is faster at breeding than other kiwi, producing up to two eggs a clutch and one to two clutches a year, as opposed to the more usual one egg per year in other kiwi species. Today, four geographically and genetically distinct forms of brown kiwi have been identified. The largest kiwi species, the great spotted kiwi, also known as Raroa, live in the top half of the South Island and usually at higher altitudes in some national parks. The Tokoweka and the Rowi are the two rarest kiwi species. Both of these species live in managed and protected sanctuaries. The Tokoweka are found in the steep and cold regions of Southwestland. 
the roe are located exclusively in the nearby Akarito Forest. Unlike other birds, female kiwi have two ovaries, another trait they share with mammals. A kiwi's egg is enormous compared to the bird and can take up to 20% of the mother's body. A kiwi egg is 65% yolk, which produces a fully feathered, independent chick that can provide for itself within the first week of life. Kiwi rarely have to feed their chicks. A female kiwi can lay up to 100 eggs in her lifetime. Despite being the national symbol of New Zealand and a treasure to the Maori people, over 80% of the kiwi's habitat have been destroyed, and kiwi are often killed by many of the introduced predatory animals on the island, such as stoats, dogs, possums, and ferrets. In 2019, it was estimated there were 68,000 kiwi left, and the population is still steadily falling. Though efforts from the New Zealand Department of Conservation, the Kiwis for Kiwi organization, and cooperation among leading zoological facilities not only in New Zealand but in several countries around the world are leading the way in preserving this amazing animal. You can learn more about animals by planning a visit to your local zoo or aquarium. Many facilities offer annual family memberships, special offers, themed events, and exclusive behind-the-scenes animal encounters with some of the world's most amazing wildlife. What ho, fancy friends, and welcome to the adventures of me, Jeffrey Moncler, and my faithful winged feathered steed, Monsieur Simon. Join us as we traverse the realms of existence, discover ourselves and others, and have adventure! Ah! The Gigantic Adventures of Jeff and Simon is a family-friendly adventure on the family-friendly Podicon Go network. Native to the mountains of New Zealand's South Island is a fascinating bird. Considered one of the most intelligent birds on the planet, it is also the only cold-weather parrot species. Sometimes known as the New Zealand mountain parrot, it is most commonly known by its original Maori name, the kia. The kia is the world's only alpine parrot, found primarily in mountain ranges up to 6,500 feet above sea level, though during winter, the kias tend to spend most of their time at lower altitudes where food is more plentiful. Kias grow up to a foot and a half long and are olive green in color with a yellow crown and blue webbing between their flight feathers. The underside of their wings are orange-red with yellow banding. Their tail feathers are blue-green with a stunning yellow-orange underside. Females are slightly smaller, lighter in color, and have a shorter bill. Kia are opportunistic omnivores who will feed on a great number of plants and animals. Common foods include grasshoppers, beetles, and larvae, as well as more than 200 different native plant species found across their habitat. Kia have also been known to feed on larger animal species, such as birds and even small mammal carcasses, such as stoats and possums. Most famously though, some Kia have been observed attacking sheep. Using their long, narrow, and curved beak and powerful claws, they will tear through the wool and eat fat from the sheep's back or side. Once considered a folktale, which unfortunately led to mass shootings of the birds by farmers, video footage obtained in the 1990s actually captured this behavior. Researchers believe the birds may seek the fatty content to aid in surviving the colder climates. The attacks, of course, are not fatal, though the sheep could become susceptible to infection from the wounds. In addition to hunting, Kia will often use their beaks for picking things apart. Kia have been known to pick and remove rubber stripping and wiper blades from cars. 
They are a highly social species. Communication between Kia is achieved through a combination of diverse vocalizations and postures and displays. Unlike some parrot species, Kia are not known to mimic human voices. They are very intelligent birds who will often work together using items as tools to locate food. They are also excellent problem solvers and are well known for their explorative nature, even finding their way into buildings. Kia are unusual in that they actively seek out and interact with people and their property. Famous for their antics, a flock of Kia are known as a circus of Kia or a curiosity of Kia. Despite being known as strong flyers and residents of high altitudes, Kias nest on the ground. Breeding occurs as early as July and on until January. The female cares for the eggs and nestlings while the male forages for the whole family. A Kia nest takes four months to raise from eggs to free-flying fledglings. The ancient people of New Zealand considered the Kia to be the guardians of the mountain. Today, it is estimated that there are fewer than 5,000 Kia in the wild and they are classified as a nationally endangered species in New Zealand. Complete transcripts, show notes, and links for this episode are available at AmazingWildlifePodcast.com. There you can find quick links to your favorite podcasting apps like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and more. Be sure to rate and review the show and help support our ongoing broadcast. Join us on Facebook and Twitter and share the wonders of the animal kingdom with amazing wildlife. New Zealand is home to many unique and fascinating animal species. One native creature is so unique that it is the only surviving reptile species of its kind. With an ancestry dating back to the age of dinosaurs, this lizard-like animal is often referred to as a living fossil. Its name, the tuatara. Despite its lizard-like appearance, tuataras are not lizards, but they are the only beak-headed reptile left in the world. Unlike lizards, tuatara have no external ears, they enjoy cooler weather, and they are nocturnal. This amazing animal is New Zealand's largest reptile. Males are typically one and a half feet long and weigh just over three pounds. The name tuatara means peaks on the back in the Maori language, referring to the distinctive ridge of spines down their backs. Males will even fan out this crest as a display to females or rival males. Tuatara are generally an olive green or brown color to an orange-red shade as they gradually change color while they age. They have one of the slowest growth rates of any reptile, slowly but continuously growing in size for up to 35 years. Their typical lifespan may be between 50 and 60 years, but it is believed that they may live to be up to 100 years old. Like many reptiles, they shed their skin, but only once a year. The tuatara possess two rows of teeth on the upper jaw and one row on the lower jaw that fits between the upper rows of teeth when the mouth is closed. This arrangement of teeth helps them tear apart hard insects. As a nocturnal predator, they feed primarily on insects such as beetles, but they have been known to eat lizards, birds, and birds' eggs. Younger tuataras will hunt during the day to prevent being eaten by larger adult tuataras. In addition to their many unique features that make them different than the lizards, they also possess a trait shared by some other reptilians, a third eye. The eye has a retina, lens, and nerve endings, but it is not used for seeing, and it is covered with scales a few months after hatching. 
This third eye is sensitive to light, and it is believed it may help the tuatara judge the time of day or season. Tuatara males can breed once a year, while most females are able to reproduce every three to four years. Oddly, males have no reproductive organ, so reproduction occurs by a breeding pair rubbing their cloacas together. The female can store sperm for 10 to 12 months before laying up to 19 soft-shelled eggs in nesting burrows. The eggs incubate in the covered burrow for 12 to 15 months before hatching, possibly the longest incubation period of any reptile. The temperature the eggs incubate at determines the sex of the hatchlings. This trait is similar to other reptile species, such as sea turtles and alligators. Tuataras once lived throughout the mainland of New Zealand, but today they are only found in the wild on several protected offshore islands. These islands are free of rodents and other predators that were once introduced into New Zealand. The Tuatara were one of New Zealand's first native species to be fully protected by law in 1895. Before then, hundreds of them were shipped overseas for museums and private collections. The New Zealand Department of Conservation launched a recovery program for Tuataras in 1988. Hatchlings are raised by biologists until they are large enough to survive in the wild, a process called head starting. They are then released into designated predator-free islands. Today, special permits from the New Zealand government are required for any facility to house Tuatara outside of the country, and very few accredited zoos in the U.S. have been granted this privilege, including the Dallas Zoo, San Diego Zoo, and the Toledo Zoo. These facilities participate in managed care programs essential to ensuring this living fossil does not become extinct. Our mission is to inspire a greater awareness of global wildlife species and the importance of animals in the world's ecosystems. Amazing Wildlife is an independently produced program and is not affiliated with any specific zoological organization or facility. You can support our ongoing broadcast by subscribing to the show through your favorite podcasting app. Join us for more of the world's most fantastic animals on the next Amazing Wildlife. Special thanks to the following organizations for their education, research, and conservation programs that provided information for this episode. New Zealand's Department of Conservation, the Kia Conservation Trust, the Kiwis for Kiwi Organization, Auckland Zoo, the Cincinnati Zoo and Botanical Garden, the Dallas Zoo, the Franklin Park Zoo, San Diego Zoo, and the Toledo Zoo and Aquarium.